Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Two Back Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. So, Sean, um, do you think like a millionaire? Thinking right now, bro. Why did you interrupt me? Karen, do you think like a millionaire? I'm trying. I'm thinking like a, a, a latent millionaire, like any minute now. Well, that's the whole point of this show, folks. We all are trying to get our millionaire mentality on. So there was an article in the pennyhoarder.com about nine money moves that every New Yorker needs to make. And we took a look at it and we actually remixed it. We were inspired by it. So big ups to them. But uh, we remixed it and made it our own. So we two every, black guys did, man. We, we two black guys did. Every, we, and I'll actually be three, right. we three black guys did. Ta-da. <laughs> so get your notepads ready. Buckle up. We're about to break down the nine money moves you need to make today. So here money, we go. Money, money, money. You're giving me that look. You're giving me that look, Jewish girl. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm <laughs> waiting on my millions. Look at this. <laughs> I did three money moves within the last three days, and I have a similar amount of money, but we're getting there. Typical wow. woman. You want instant gratification, <laughs> right? No patience. Instant okay. gratification. The fact that this takes time sickens me. I want my million dollars yesterday. <laughs> well, well, let's get right into it so we can hurry up and, and Karen can get her millions. Um, let, let's jump into this nine money moves you need to make today with our what first you, money move. What you got, and man? I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll start it off. The first money move is use debit cards that offer cash back rewards. So basically a little little backstory. Debit cards have changed a lot over the past 20 years. In the early 2000s, banks were offering big rewards to their debit card uh, customers with opportunities to earn points, cash backs, other discounts. But regulations caused that craze to die down around 2010. And the banks kind of just killed all of those uh, rewards. But to compete, some of the online banks kind of started basically offering a whole lot of rewards of in recent years. So now the big, the brick and mortar banks and the online banks are all jumping back in 
offering cashback rewards. So you need to check your bank and other banks, start researching which debit cards will offer you the best rewards. I have a few a few things to look into, like there's Aspiration debit card, there's Bank of America Visa debit card, there's Empower debit card, Discover has a cashback debit card, American Express has a serve back cashback prepaid debit card, PayPal even has a a business debit card, uh, MasterCard. So all of these, they all have slightly different plans where you can earn 10% back on debit card purchases. Some, it's only with specific businesses. Bank of America will earn 50%, I'm sorry, 15% cash back. So basically do Woo, your research. You're loving, you're loving this cash back, aren't you? Absolutely. I'm agree, with, I'm agree with you, Matt. Like I, I always say, your money should work in three different ways. It should be able to purchase the item, it should be able to earn you rewards and even and then it is also be able to help improve your credit and cashback is something that um, if you know you're paying with your debit card you definitely need to find something that'll give you you know five dollars back on every hundred dollars is, 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 is lunch Karen you know what I'm saying like it's lunch it's in investing and it's just creating that wealth mindset because I always say there's between a hundred dollars and a hundred thousand dollars just a few zeros yeah well you, you know, know there's um I'm a <laughs> And in Hebrew, we have an expression that says, He who doesn't pick up a penny, isn't worth a penny. Got you. Yeah, so it's like how you treat money is how money treats you back. It's there's true. a, there's it's a true. biblical principle. He, is, he, is, he who is faithful with little will be faithful with much. Who said that? And there's, a, there's, a hood, there's a hood one. If you got none, won't be none. That's in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, honestly, and how I look at finances, when I do things, to me, a lot of the things that I do, and even these, it's just practice. Because as the numbers get bigger, like I said, you'll have those same type of disciplines, that same kind of mentality. So I think what you're saying, Karen, and your, the Hebrew saying is correct. And what you're saying, Matt, is correct as well. It's just having good practices and, you know, understanding how to respect the money. It is, right. yeah. And for me, it's like almost a superstition, you know, like I, I don't pick up pennies because... I am Jewish. I, I don't. I don't need that kind of heat coming down on me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. It's okay. I'll say it. But I pick up silver coins. You know, if I see a nickel or a dime or a quarter, I'll pick it up because in the back of my head, I'm like, if I don't do this, I'm disrespecting money, and money won't respect me. Well, in light of respecting the money, let's respect the show and go back, back to money <laughs> move number two. Sean, it's on you. What do you got? Money move number two, Matt, is buy life insurance. And we've done a whole, sh we did a show in the past on life insurance, get a life. So I recommend you listen to that show if you want to hear the in-depth of it. But, you know, I can't emphasize it again. I think for somebody that doesn't plan for the next generation has lived a selfish life. I mean, really life insurance is about putting something, preparing something for the people that are going to follow behind you. And it doesn't have to be your daughter, it could be your nephew, your niece, whoever, your cousin, but it's really helping the next generation. And, and there's basically two types of life insurance you can have, whole or term. And term is really, we we'll just call it your renting insurance. So I have term myself where I pay X amount of money. And if something were to happen to me, my kids would get a flat amount of money. What about I don't me? Pay do, that do, I, do I get some of that money? Bro, you've had my spirit, my presence, my friendship. That's invaluable, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's invaluable. I'll drop some silver coins down your stairs, come down and you can pick up according to Karen. Listen, more importantly, do I get some of that money? <laughs> we just met. Come on. Like, we're Listen. trying to get in there like that. I don't know you like that. 
I don't know. We just met. We just tried sounding to real greedy here. Sean. And we but anyway. and, and we and we COVID met too. Like we haven't even met in person. We COVID met. Like that's Zoom not there. true. That's not true. Our first meeting was in person, and after that, we met. It's been one COVID time meetings. In person. You did my show, and now we are doing the show COVID style. Facts. All facts. Yeah. We're not there yet, homegirl. I'm sorry. As pretty as you are, we're not there yet. Well, Let's just any, keep it we'll simple. Any minute now, I'm gonna. Be <laughs> My Sean inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I, and whole is where you're more buying into a plan. It's more of like an investment vehicle. Um, it's more costly to you. Um, and the theory is you should be able to reap higher returns. But that's, that's just a theory. Um, but the point of the matter is that you need to have life insurance. And I'd recommend looking at uh, whole versus term. I'm more of a term guy, but you may be more fitting for your lifestyle to have a whole. But once again, the point of it is, is that you need to get life insurance and the earlier you do it the better off you'll be but wait can i ask you a question i am childless and selfish and i don't know why i should have life. should i have life insurance do i need it what do you have cousins do you have nieces if you have nobody that you want to get then maybe not co-host exactly and i always say there's a tipping point with everything because like you know, does Jay-Z and Beyonce need life insurance? You know, they, they, they have an estate, they have stuff they can leave behind. So I think it does get to the point too, if, you've, if you're leaving a lot of wealth behind already, where you've accumulated things along the way, then maybe you don't need to have as much life insurance Did as somebody that has Did just liken Karen to Beyonce? <laughs> Listen, Matt. No, I didn't mean to comparison. <laughs> I didn't mean to comparison. Karen asked me if she has nobody and she's living selfish right now, should she get life insurance? I didn't say I have nobody. (laughs) Well, let me say it. See, there you go. Then you have somebody, then leave it for that person. I have people that I love, but I have no children. I have no nieces or nephews. So, uh, you know, do do my parents need something if I kick it? Screw them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Karen, I'll call that food for thought. Let me go to the next one. That's food for thought. Uh, number three is, this is the one I did, I, is, you know, a couple months ago, I have a friend, hopefully she's not listening, but she is an insurance broker. And I have like a multitude of different insurance. I have insurance for my commercial truck van, at my, for my shipping business. I have insurance for my car. I have insurance for my home. I have insurance for my investment properties. I have an umbrella insurance to cover that insurance doesn't work. There's a whole different slew of insurances. And I was like, hey, and I believe as you get older, you should be more, you should insure more and more to protect yourself. But that's another conversation. So I said, Hey, you're an insurance broker. Can you see if you can get me better rates? You know, cause they haven't done it in a while. And she took all my policy numbers and we spent time on the phone and she called back again every minute. She about once every two weeks, she's like, I'm looking into it. I'm researching it. I should be able to get back to you. I should be able to get back to you. She got back to me finally. She's like, okay, the only thing I can do better for you is on your car insurance. Give me your car information. I was like, hold on. Well, my policy doesn't end. My policy ends next month. So why don't I just finish out the policy so I don't lose that premium payment and then we'll roll into the next month. She's a little bit upset. She's a little bit frustrated because now it's her turn. Six months have passed. I have it ready for you now. And it was literally six months that she was doing this. And it was like, let's go, let's do it. So when the time came now in July, I actually called her and I said, hey, I'm ready now like three or four days was going by and I wasn't even hearing from her. When she finally got back to me, she was like, oh, the rates changed. I can't match that rate anymore. Stop it. The point of, this, the, point of the match story is, then I found, I went online, did some research, and I found a website that's called Gabby, 
And I don't like to promote things unless I really believe. And they're not paying me, G-A-B-I. And it was so simple. And I think this is where things I've got evolved to. Like, this is why we talk, this is a COVID show, not six months ago show, where you can just put in, all I did was go to their website, sign in to Geico, who I'm insured with now, and they pulled all my insurance information and then sent me quotes of different insurances that I can jump onto within 24 hours. And in that short period of time, I saved $1,100 a year just no. on my car insurance. That's yes, I did, so Karen. That's so much money, Sean. Yes, That's a lot. Karen, so if, we go out, if we go out, you can supersize a girl. Like, you can oh, supersize. Oh, you can get the, the big fries, girl. Like, the drink. It's on me. I got you. Listen, I just, it, as you were speaking, I already spent that $1,100 for you. You already spent <laughs> As so, the power of a woman, believe me, <laughs> it is spent. <laughs> it's already spent. You see, so the point of the matter is technology is there for you people. It's in your palm of your hands. You can put in car insurance, home insurance, life insurance, and it'll just give you different options for you to move forward. And it does everything for you. So it sounds like Gabby is kind of like what the all those airline like cheap tickets or travel or velocity, travel, right? yeah, travel velocity, where you, you're going to find the best price across what every company. So that's pretty cool for. for yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're affiliated with a few few companies, but it gave me farmers insurance, right? Prudential, different insurances, and it was like everything that what took this girl. Hope she's not listening. Six months to not achieve took them <laughs> less than twenty four hours to achieve. Wow, that is impressive. I mean, she sounds like she is just full of it. <laughs> oh my God, please, I hope she's like, please. To do uh, what the robot could do in five minutes? Stop it right now. People are hating on technology, but some things I think it's, it's, it's great. Like this was like, and it, it makes it a fair playing field because you're really getting access to what's out there for you in the market and like real time, which okay. I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Karen, you're sitting there quiet. I need one from you. What do you got? I mean, I'm not that quiet, but all right. So money move number four is put $5 in the stock market. So um, this was- $5. Five, five dollars. You just took okay. the $5 that I just saved on my debit card. You want it? <laughs> I don't want to brag, but I actually put in $25. I want to blow your mind right now. But so this was actually really cool. I, I didn't, I expected nothing. <laughs> okay, I'm cynical. I've lived in New York for a long time and I already use, um, it's not that I have a huge investment portfolio, but I use Robinhood and Coinbase to invest a little bit in things that I've picked out myself, right? Where I feel very, I feel superior to other people because <laughs> I've decided no. that this is a good investment and I'm investing a little money and I watch it grow and it's absolutely intoxicating. But this is a little different because for that, you have to do your research and pick out, you know, the stock that you want you buy it or you buy a fractional share. And this is different. So the app is called Stash and I downloaded it. So for this episode, you know, we each did a couple things. We each did a bunch of things. This was the only one that I did that felt completely kosher and didn't feel like a scam at all. This was, I was totally on board with it right from when I started. So you go on the website, you download the app. And so what you, it asks you some questions, you link your bank account. It asks you, this is what I thought was really cool. It asks you how long you want to 
invest for? So are you looking for a short-term, medium-term, or long-term investment? And what is your risk profile? So, you know, I'm investing, I knew I was gonna invest a relatively small amount to start with, so I was like moderate high risk, right? If I lose 20 bucks, I don't care. But if I make something, <laughs> that's kinda cool, right? Like I don't gamble, I don't even really drink. <laughs> so for me, this is like where I get off, you know? So I was like, let's do it, let's, let's like take a little bit of risk. So. You put in your information, you get to um, choose your subscription tier. So you do have to pay for it, but it's such a nominal amount. There's a $1, $3, and I believe a $9 level. And they offer you different things. So the $9 level, I didn't need, right? It was something about like, you know, a, a plan if you have kids and, you know, I, I'm, I'm selfishly alone. <laughs> so I didn't need that. And the, even the $3 plan was too much for me. But so I'll you went with the dollar? I went with a dollar. I paid for a year up front, okay, because I'm committed. And what it what every tier offers you, which I really respect, is free educational material. So if you want to learn more about investing, you can do that for free. And once you've done all that and you've linked your bank account, it creates an investment portfolio for you. So if you want to be more risk averse, it chooses more bonds. And if you want to be a little riskier, it chooses more stocks. And um, I was kind of in the middle, so it chose a portfolio for me. I clicked, great, whatever. You're if so you uncommittal. You're so, well, I knew you'd be in the middle. I knew you'd be in the middle. I am in the middle of committing to this, right? <laughs> I committed to a full year. I paid for a year up front. You paid your dollar. Take it. Well, I paid my $12, not to brag. And, um, but I was like, let me be right in the middle of this. Um, I tried to change the riskiness of the investment and it told me I had to do that myself. So if I wanted to make it safer, I had to go in and add bonds myself. And of course I'm not going to do that. So I'm just going to stick with it as it is. But I thought it was so cool, right? Because let's be honest, you know, I, while I am a black guy with good credit, I am new. And to why are you a black guy with good credit? Just, why? Just really, yeah. Why are you a black guy with good credit? So I want to say, I want to, not to go off topic because we're all a black guy with good credit. You're a black guy with good credit. I'm a black guy with good credit and not to brag but i actually am a black guy with good credit because i did look up my credit after the last show and it is good <laughs> and high i five. thank you so high much five. so we're all you. striving to be a black guy with good credit so we're all we're, honestly we all have a little black guy with good credit in us <laughs> Mine is <laughs> uh, listen you might <laughs> lose your choice card. I, I wasn't gonna go there but hey people are gonna look at you differently <laughs> for just for the record don't take it as no. part of <laughs> financing people. Listen, Do not think beyond that, okay? You <laughs> like, made it a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> I'm just trying to keep the record straight. But you know what? I'm gonna, and, and this is a little bit of a tangent, but I did look up my credit and it was because of this show. It was because of doing this show and my credit's actually good. And over the last week, I like disputed something. I've been actually on top of it. My credit been, score went up nine points in the last week. Franjay, Franjay. <laughs> Thank you so much. And now my credit score is about 700. And I'm just gonna say that publicly because I'm quite, quite proud of myself. So this was my next step, honestly. This is, this, I loved this app because it was such an easy next financial step for someone who's really financially curious, but not that financially informed, even though I find it interesting. Here's, this is the fun thing about this app. You don't have to do anything, right? You set these parameters and it chooses for you. So it's a bunch of random Scott stocks. If you ask me to name them, I couldn't. I know there's a US bond in there somewhere. I don't know what else I'm invested in, but I, I have, if you ask me, do you, or do you invest, do you have a stock portfolio? I would now say yes. And I would be telling you the truth and it feels like 
like a grown up move. And okay. I'm in a perpetually childlike space <laughs> of being this artist and living in New York. And, you know, I don't have kids or a mortgage or a husband or any of that. But I want to take my money seriously because it sitting around is, you know, I'm too old for that. <laughs> you, you do outgrow just sitting on money after a while. Well, to well, me, it sounds like you're thinking like a millionaire. And that's what this show is all about. And I want to give an overall just about investing. I know Karen was more driving to the app, which I think is great that we should know. Yeah. But I just want to just want to reiterate just about just overall investing in the market and the importance of it. And the earlier you do it, the better you, especially if you can just contribute like Karen doing like $10 a week, $25 a week, because mm -hmm. It does, it's called, it does build up and, and, and once you get to a certain age, you'll have a nice portfolio and you'll be well diverse in the stock market. And myself, recently, I, um, when the market went down, I decided to invest more in the market, go heavy in the market, less on bonds. And now I'm reaping the benefits of, of doing that. And then also when people wonder like, where should I invest? What should I invest in? I always say invest in things that you're comfortable that you know. One of the opportunities I missed out on, like when I got on when JetBlue went public way back when you were a little girl, I was like, hey, I went on JetBlue. I love this little, I love this flight and how it is, what it provides and TVs in the back of the headrest and all that kind of stuff. I said, this seems cool. I invested in JetBlue. I made some money. What I missed out on is Zoom, what we're on right now. And I knew it. Everybody went Zoom during this COVID time. I did. You know, Not you to know, brag. Yeah, Zoom stock has gone up 500% over the last eight months. So when you're thinking about what to invest, I always say start with things that you're actively using, biz companies that you know of, and invest in them. You know, and then, and then you'll, you'll, you'll be more engaged. You'll have a better understanding and so forth. So yeah. I definitely believe, you know, becoming a millionaire, you have to invest in the market. All right, well, we need to invest in a commercial break. So everybody, stay tuned. We're teaching you how to think like a millionaire. We got nine money moves that you need to make today. You've heard moves one through four. When we come back, we got moves five through nine. So keep it locked for more Two Black Guys with Good Credit, and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Good. 
Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Today, I wish I had a British accent because it sounds rich, but we're thinking like millionaires like Mortimer and, and the other guy on Coming to America. Um, but we're giving you nine money tips, money moves that you need to make today. And we gave you money, money, one, money. <laughs> you heard money move one through four. And now we're at money move number five. So Karen, why don't you lay that on us? What's money move number five? Right. So money move number five is stop paying your credit card company. And this what? Is don't pay your credit card? Okay. Listen, get off this show. You tell me not to pay your credit card? <laughs> you, you were on the phone with me, Sean, when I was freaking out about credit card debt. And it's not that I'm in so much of it, but it is my most stressful debt because it's high interest. I don't like to deal with it. It's uncomfortable for me. And it's just sitting there and, you know, I, I hate it. So, um, and I mean, as opposed to like student loans, that kind of thing. So, um, the company that I looked into is called Am One. I have to be honest with you. Now, the, here's a pro, okay? It, it's, you, you put in your information and it finds, you know, your, what, who your creditors are. And it kind of streamlines this debt consolidation process for you where you can take out a personal loan that's sort of customized to you for the amount that you're in debt for, pay it down, then just pay them um, uh, some monthly amount. So that sounded okay to me. I will say this though, as someone who has consumed this show, if I hadn't been on and listened to the show, I might think that was a great deal. But actually, the APR that they offered, what seemed really expensive for me, it was like 19.99%. And over the course of the payment period, it would have amounted to a couple thousand dollars, which you know I balked at a little bit. And on this show, we've talked about uh, balance transfers to 0% APR credit cards and then paying those off every month and, and in, in time to never have to pay any interest, which is also something I've done. So I, girl. I wasn't so keen on doing this. And I'll say the second thing, right? The second thing I hated <laughs> about AM1 is that the second, so I didn't pull the trigger on actually committing to a loan. That To me, that's a big deal. We're talking about a bunch of money and a big commitment. And so I didn't do it, but after my information was input and I was looking at my options, my phone started ringing off the hook. My inbox was flooded. And as uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a millennial and I don't do that. Me too. <laughs> I do not talk on the phone with strangers. I don't pick up for numbers. I don't know. I don't do that. It was so intrusive. I had a million phone calls, voicemails. Are you kidding me? You left me a voicemail. <laughs> you, the last time I listened to a voicemail, like, I was, uh, you know, that's unacceptable <laughs> and so intrusive to me. And I was, I have to say that it made me feel weird because their website is like, this is a great deal. And in my experience, a great deal sells itself. And if it's so great, why are you pushing me so hard to take it? I, it made me a little, it was sus and I didn't like it. And it was a big deal. It's too much money to commit to just casually. So in my opinion, it was very smart. It, it, thank you. In my opinion, there's better ways to go about this that are easy. You know, you right. can literally after a show I did with you guys, which was like 30 something artists does our show. Um, I went and just look, I literally Googled 0% APR credit cards. I applied for one. It came in the mail a week later and I just did a balance transfer. And yes, it's a little bit more hands-on and takes a minute, but it was completely worth it. I'm paying less. I feel good about managing my debt and, you know, I'm not talking to, I would literally rather do anything than talk to a stranger on the phone.
So you agree that we should stop paying credit card, but more of a debt consolidation. And step one should be see if you can do a balance transfer, right. zero interest. And then I would agree, like, that is very invasive. And maybe just going to your local bank and, yes. and seeing what rates they offer if you go. But I always say, you know, my strategy is to pay nothing first. Right, right. And then, I, and then if I don't get approved, then I'll look at other alternatives. So my, my thinking was, I want to do two things here. Number one, I want to streamline the process. So instead of paying this card and this card and this card, it would be nice to just pay one thing. One and payment. I would also like to pay as little interest as possible because that is paying someone to just own your debt. And to me, that's yeah. offensive. You exactly. know, it's, it's almost like adding insult to injury. I know I'm in this debt, but I don't want to pay to be in debt. That sucks. Right. Correct. You know, so I feel like I'm empowered to do this in a better way. And that's what I feel like to me, you know, paying like I, knock on wood, I've been in this country over 20 years and I've yet to pay any finance charges on credit cards. I just felt it's like a, it's like a game and I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose. And it's a game. And I, I, and that's how you can look at it. I'm trying to get money as cheap as possible. And, the, and once again, it's a wealth mindset of keeping in that mindset, but understanding like Karen was saying, like if you're in a high interest rate credit card thing, in this country, I always say you, they will lend you money in this country. I don't care what your scenario is. It's just a matter of what are you going to pay? What, what is it going to cost you to get this money? The guy with good credit, it may cost them nothing. The person with horrible credit, it may cost them 29%, 30% interest, but you will get a loan. That's how I don't got be intimidated. That's how I got into this in the first place, right? I think when I was just turning 18 and not realizing, you know, it is so, so easy to get yourself in trouble. It is so, they will give anybody credit and, and it is so easy to get under a bunch of debt. It's a little bit trickier to get out of it, but it's actually not unmanageable. And that's something that I got from this show that you, you can actually handle it yourself and limit the punishment of it. Wow, exactly. Matt, what you got for us? Well, money move number six is budget and use your entire paycheck. So normally budgeting, people think about have a budget for a year or a budget for like maybe their salary for the, you know, their whole, um, you know, they're looking at a longer term. But there's a theory that if you do paycheck budgeting, basically where you create a budget for every time you get paid, allocating every dollar from every paycheck to bills, expenses, savings, so basically, you know exactly where every dollar is going so you don't frivolously blow your money. Mm -hmm. So it, it may be a little bit difficult at first, but I think if you make it a habit and you really start to, to slice off where you want your money to go, obviously you're gonna have your bills that you have to pay. And then with the money that you have left over, you can decide how much you want to go to savings. How much do you want to invest? How much do you want for your fund money? How much do you want to go here and there? to pay off debt. Um, but basically they're, they're looking at this as a way for you to control and understand exactly where every dollar is going. Cause a lot of times I think people, they look at their, their salary and they think they have more than they do. So this kind of just tracks your spending. So it makes you understand. Is this an yeah. app? No, this is something you just have to do. I mean, okay. they're, 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 they're millennial. Not apps. everything is in an app. Millennial. Not everything is in an app. This is something you can put a pen, paper, Excel. Care, That's care. It's not it's happening for me. I need <laughs> did you just Jewish snap me? I didn't even did. know. What letter was that? The Z, the Y, or something? It's people called, it doesn't matter. I'm a black guy with your credit. <laughs> <laughs> I snap where I want. <laughs> 
I mean, I, you could I, you could Google paycheck budgeting, and there may be some apps out there, but I'm not I'm aware. I'm sure of you're right. I'm sure. But I always believe that you know when I look at budgeting and finance, even my personal, every dollar has a home, mm-hmm. and you just got to find where 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 in that home it's supposed to go. Like I remember when I went with a friend, and she was all about that too. She was a minimalist. Her name was Ariel. She was on a show a couple of years ago, and she, um, she we went out to have pizza and she pulled out this white envelope and was like sean i have 18 dollars and 92 cents towards this meal and i was like okay i got you and she had like envelopes all parsed out because every place has every dollar has a home right and then once you do that it gets back to the my our old jewish saying karen you know tell us again bar mitzvah what is it Yeah. where we go it goes if, right if back to the if you don't pick up a penny you're not even worth a penny exactly and you're valuing your money yeah. so i agree with you matt paycheck budgeting it's a new thing it's a post-covid way to budget matt all right well Karen, yeah money move give me some six. more Karen, give me some got? more girl what all you right got? guys well i was rubbing my little hands in glee when i saw this one <laughs> I was like, here we go, some money for me, money in my pocket. I This money already had a home as soon as I saw this. Money move number seven is add $225 to your wallet just for watching the news. So that intoxicated me right away. <laughs> this is a website and it's called Inbox Dollars. I'm gonna give you the pros and the cons. I feel like from my tone, you can already tell where I'm at with this. <laughs> but the pros are, if you're worried about your credentials, if you're worried about a resume if you have a bunch of time on your hands if you're older or if you're younger um or you're just you've got you've got a little time to sit in front of a computer and you don't mind doing this this might be a great option for you to accrue some money over time um here was my experience <laughs> now I, the, there's no shame in this game at all if you have the time and the patience and you want to do it please go ahead it's it's actually it's not rocket science and you actually can make money doing this you put in your information, you're basically your demographic information, like what are you? And then- So they, you put in, you were a black guy with good credit? With that- good credit, yes, <laughs> as you do. And it offers you um, a bunch of surveys that you can take and it'll pay you some nominal amounts. So like the surveys ranged from 25 cents to 75 cents per survey. And the time, the expected time was like 15 minutes, it was like 12 minutes to 40 minutes, something like that, which was like a wild discrepancy. But I was like, all right. So I gave it a shot and I was like, you know, if you can bang these out, then this would be actually a pretty decent option. You've got a minute, sit down in front of the computer and take a survey real quick. You know, How much money did you make? Well, <laughs> so you get, you get $5 for signing up. So $5, I got it. <laughs> I'm $5 richer. This $5 is going to places. You can go buy a foot long. I can buy Chipotle, taco. (laughs) I almost (laughs) said burrito, but you know that's expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I sat down to do surveys. Caveat, before you do the survey, so they're they're time sensitive. So you can't just save it for later. You got to go on there and like pick your thing. It'll give you a pre-survey to see if you're even eligible to take the survey. I do not recommend clicking prefer not to answer <laughs> because they will just boot you right off. They go, thank you for coming here. Enjoy the rest of your day. This isn't for you. Um, in the event that you do take a survey, it takes 10, 20, 30 minutes. And then, you know, this, this money is, is credited to you or whatever. I quit early <laughs> because for me, look, this, this show is about think like a million 
there, right? And I would say that if you're in a position, you've got a bunch of time to kill and this is, this is a good option for you, please go for it because it is a good option. You know, if you have the time, you don't mind that it's a little bit monotonous and time consuming, but you, you can bank up the extra cash, go for it. For me, I feel as though my time could be better spent and that that length of time, even though sometimes I spend that time and I'm not actively making money in that time frame, right? I can't assign the dollar amount to it. It's going towards a bigger payoff later. And for me, that was a better use of my time. So I filled out a couple surveys. I was over it and I decided to piece out of it. I see the value of it. For me personally, I think thinking like a millionaire means working smarter and not harder. And this was almost the opposite of that for me, right? This was a lot of work for a little. Well, I, I would agree with you and I would interject that this might not fall under the, the millionaire mentality type uh, of, of task, but if you do have time on your hands and you're looking for ways to make a little extra money that beyond inbox dollars, there are other sites out there that for surveys or for uh, taking, um, you know, you can test uh, technology or, or you can, there's things you can do like this where if you're trying to make a few extra dollars, but I, I'm, I'm with you, Karen. I, I, I think some of these can end up being a little more difficult or a little more trouble. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm going to say yes and no to both you guys. What I'm going to say is that there is a fact of time versus reward. And when you're trying to accumulate wealth, your most, your most valuable asset you have is time. So how you spend that and how you leverage that is the key to becoming successful and becoming a millionaire. But I would say the lesson learned from all of this is that in, more, in most cases, you're gonna have to need multiple streams of revenue. You're gonna have to create other opportunities for yourself. You're gonna have to recreate yourself. And I think the lesson learned from this is like, hey, recreate yourself, but understand the value of time. If it's gonna take too much time to create what you want for minimal return, it's not worth it. And I think there's a plenty of opportunity. That's why when people tell me, oh, like Karen and I have discussed it, even Matt, like we've been, as we say in the hood, mad busy during COVID, right? Because we're finding other opportunities. So my point is that like, there's no condition that you should be able to recreate yourself and find the opportunities. And it may be like yesterday because the market may allowed you to dig holes, but today, guess what? You got to cover those holes. Yeah. You got to be able to be flexible. You got to be able to move forward and understand that you have to find these opportunities and then value your time. There's many, like you said, Karen, mm -hmm. that would rather, that are doing surveys and, and, and not so many, and you know, as symb symbolic, doing all day surveys. I know a lot of surveyors out there and getting zero ret minimal returns on these surveys. Yeah, but you know what? There, this is, we're in a pandemic right now and this is a great- But the Dow's at 29,000. But, but you know, that's true. But, you know, a lot of people, people in, in service industries, a lot of people are struggling right now. People in the arts, you know, um, and this but you're recreating yourself right now. You're on this show. You're recreating yourself. Yeah. We're not talking about us as individuals. We're saying the masses, if there's people out there struggling, this could be an opportunity for you to make a few extra dollars. Everyone's not, everyone's not. Uh, invested and, and making money just because Jeff Bezos is about to be a quadrillionaire. There's people out there who might could benefit from getting on a, a survey and adding a, a couple hundred dollars to their weekly, you know, even though they could learn from all these other tips and maybe incorporate other things, there are people who might need the extra money. So you could look into it. 
And it's, it's not nothing, you know, once it accrues, if you actually put in the time, I, I imagine that if you do do this and you, you, it, it, there's a learning curve, I'm sure that I didn't really partake in. And if I had devoted the time to doing it, it would have gotten quicker. I would have been able to just bang you it out. You might have been a millionaire. I might be a millionaire right now sitting, talking to you right now, but I am just one black guy with good credit. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, it's not nothing. The money's not nothing. And there's no shame in this hustle. It's, it's you know, money's money. And if you need it, this is actually a great resource. Matt, right. what you got? Well, money move number eight. I love that number. That's Kobe's first number. So money move number eight, add up to 300 points to your credit score. So basically, this is all about looking into credit monitoring websites, free credit monitoring websites like Credit Karma or Credit Sesame. So if you're trying to raise your credit score, it's important to keep tabs on it, stay organized and, and be checking on it with regularity. So these credit monitoring websites like Credit Karma and Credit Sesame, they offer basically monthly, weekly, daily ability to check and see how your credit is doing. Um, they're different. Credit Sesame and Credit Karma are very similar, but they are different. So you can investigate on your own research and see how, and there may be other uh, services that do the same thing. Those are the two biggest ones right now that I'm familiar with. Um, Credit Karma is something that I've used and I was pleased with it. Credit Sesame is also very popular as well. So like I said, do your research. But basically the point is they give you tips and, and tracking and, and help you understand how your credit score is, is trending. If it's going up, if it's going down, um, how you can improve it. They'll give you notes. They'll, they'll be giving you like if you, if you pay this down, if you lower this, your credit score will, will, will move up approximately this many points and it's not an exact science but they're giving you tips to help guide you and to see day to day what you're doing with your credit i think that's great and i think you know the perfect example i would say was karen who's someone who was, was nervous about checking her credit score when right. she first looked at it found out okay it was not perfect but it was something that she could improve on and she just was able to review it herself and find ways in which to increase her score so i think these websites will just probably help you accelerate that a little show you where the opportunities lie and what you can do personally and, and ways to which your credit score increases. And once your credit score increases, it just gives you deeper discounts and opens up doors to more opportunities for you. More money, more money. And it was so, I had never checked my credit score. It's something that I had always been afraid to do because I'd left it for so long and now I had built it up in my head and I was afraid of it. And it was after this show, it was after the quickie about credit. I just, I was after like- After the quickie. Let's just rip, oh, Sean, for God's sake. <laughs> I was like, let's just rip off the Band-Aid. I'm an adult. I have to do this at some point. Like, I have to. And so I did it, and I was so relieved. And I looked at it. I had, there was a, an account there that wasn't mine. It's related to my parents. I disputed it. And once I had that off, because, you know, my parents are like, you know, something so quick. You disputed it. You didn't have to go to. You didn't have to go to hire somebody to do. You didn't have to go to no. credit. You see, that's what you, you disputed. How did you dispute it? It was on the app. So I, you know, so it, it, it's brilliant. So it shows you your score. It says view my accounts. I clicked it. There was an account that wasn't mine. Um, it was my parents' account. My parents are incredibly financially responsible, but I'm in, not in their debt. So I wanted that just kind of knocked off. 
And I just, it, it's so easy. It's a click of a button that says dispute. <laughs> you click it. I, I was like, you know, it was open in the nineties. I was like, Hey, this is obviously not my account. I was a child when it was open. So it can't be mine. I would just like it taken off my report and they did it. And within, this was within the last couple of days, they took it off. My, my score went up like nine or 10 points instantly, by the way, on, on both. So it was like TransUnion and Equifax. And I only disputed it on one and my credit score changed on both of them. Not equally, but honestly it was, it was addictive. And I'm so glad that I just, I crossed that boundary because I was scared. Well, to that point, in terms of the difference between Credit Karma and Credit Sesame, one difference is that Credit Karma does report TransUnion and Equifax, whereas Credit Sesame really just reports TransUnion. So that, but do your research and, and, you know, check out the differences between these two things, but it's definitely a key way to improve your scores, to know your score and to track your score. Yeah. I want to give a COVID credit note that something that just happened to me this week for people that don't know. So, you know, I'm sure most people listen to this. I would sure probably everybody listening doesn't know this and I didn't know this till this week. So everybody knows about what's happening during this pandemic that mortgage banks and lending institutions are giving you forgiveness where you don't have to make a payment. They're not, some of them, some of them are accruing the interest. Some of them are not charging you the interest and they're telling you that it won't go affect your credit report. Right? So I'm doing uh, a refinance on a billing that I have. And my banker says, Sean, what's this note on from Chase Bank that says payment not due till September 2020. And the underwriter for the bank that I'm trying to refinance with looked at as, as like somewhat almost like a negative like it didn't change my score but it was like you have deferred your payments and i'm like yes because we were allowed to but i i applied it for him but the good thing is just by chance i never i still continued to make the payments so like yes i applied to him just in case i needed to do it it was there for me to do but i never actually acted on it so my point is is that my banker was telling me if i had acted on it and deferred and not made those payments i wouldn't have gotten this this upcoming loan that i'm trying to get not that my credit score was affected but it just looked like to the to the new lender that oh no, oh no he's not making payments on something because he can't afford. So let's, and let's even, be clear though. Though so the point is be careful with these decisions because what the, what they say may not always be the case because somebody might have taken that loan because they need it or, or taken the deferment or the, the you know if you need it do it. But you're saying be aware be aware if you're doing future deals and even now future mortgage. I was listening to the Wall Street Journal. I was reading the one and they were saying that. A lot of new loans are putting in a clause where you're not allowed to have forbearance. But, and, and, and little uh, definition time, forbearance for people who don't know. Meaning that you can't, like if you get this new loan, you can't ask for deferment on payment. Because what happens is they sell these loans, most banks, they sell these loans in secondary markets. And part of the market, part of the condition is, you know, who's making these payments on this debt? And if it shows that people aren't making the payment, then the returns, Wall Street's not going to make their money on it. It's not, going to, it's not going to have as much value in the secondary market. So they want to know that the people that they're bringing on as new loan people, people that are borrowing money from them, are going to make their payments regardless. Mm -hmm. So they'll, to get the loan, they'll make you sign a forbearance agreement. All right. Well, that's a, a bonus. That's tip. a little COVID. That's why we're applicable. We're about today, Matt, not about two years. That's why they listen to two black guys with three black guys with good credit. Right, Karen? Yeah, yes. Thank you for, I feel seen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on, Sean, why don't you bring us home with money move number nine? Sean, you better not be eating on this podcast. <laughs> this money move <laughs> number nine, Matt. This one is my favorite. Not that it's the best. It's just that it's my favorite. 
I grew up, you know, knowing that you had fixed expenses and the only way to get rid of those expenses was to cancel them. And most people never canceled getting water into their house, getting electricity into their house. There was like, anybody did a budget, you always had to put in for utilities. And there was no way around it. Well, not so, not no more. In today's world, you have options when it comes to utilities. And I, you know, one that you, everybody keeps talking about is solar. And I was like, never really delving into it. And I started to look into it and it's a great option. So a friend of mine lives in Queens, which everybody doesn't know the difference in Queens and Brooklyn, but they have more single family homes in Queens. So he has a big single family home. He was telling me, hey, Sean, I solarized my whole house that I have so much energy, I sell it back to the grid. Wow. And he was like, Sean, I leave my AC on all day. I leave my lights on. I leave everything on. I'm like, whoa, what? It seems so like, you know, as a millennial, like, so you're not, you're not like paying justice to the environment. You're so environmentally friendly. Next, you're going to be telling me that there's no such thing as global warming, you know? So I was like, whoa, you leave everything on? Well, you think about it, it's just sunlight he's getting his energy from. So I'm like, okay, I don't think it's such a bad thing. So I was like, okay, let me look into where I live in Brooklyn in a brownstone. And they said, well, we can put panels on your roof, but because you live on a landmark block, we can only put a limited amount of panels and it was only going to bring your bill in half. So I was like, ah, that's not really cool. But then I found a website that has so that, that a company that has is a solar farm. You know what that is? They don't make, they don't farm cows. They don't farm pigs. They farm energy. panels, okay. energy. And then they can sell you that energy on into your home. And so no longer do I need, so people that say, well, I would love to have a solar in my home, but it's costing me $30,000 for the panels. You don't have to spend that money anymore. You can become part of this farm, buy solar energy and reduce your bill in the same manner. And even for everybody's listening, thinking that you have to own a home to do this, that's not true. You can get, you can become part of the farm, Matt. You can join the farm, Karen, anybody can join this farm. Even if you're renting, owning, leasing, it doesn't really matter. You can go to Arcadia Power. You just give them your um, electric bill information and they will join you on the farm. Barriers to enter, very simple. That's you awesome. can be a farmer, Matt. And, and for those that maybe have the, the, the bandwidth and can put a lot of panels on their roof, like my friend in Queens, it may be since it may, I don't think it's a bad idea to invest in solar panels because although he spent $30,000, He's saving a six, seven hundred dollars a month. So when you look at that, six, seven to seventy-two hundred dollars. So in about four years, he's reaped back his investment. And there's so many government incentives. I didn't even bring that part up. Like it cost him thirty, but he got over twenty-one thousand dollars in federal and state rebates. So it really only cost him eight thousand dollars. Exactly one year of payment, and then now he has no worry about utility bills. So I think even like I'm a man that loves real estate. But if you can earn a 30, 26% return on your investment, why not? And when and in this game, it's all about cash flow too. He's reduced that cash flow. He's no longer have to make those utility payments and he's getting positive cash flow from it. And he's getting incentives to do it. Sounds like a win-win to me. That's why it's my favorite, Matt. Wow, Sean. Well, that is definitely a win-win. And you know I, that brings us to the close of our list. And basically the whole point of this is we want you to start to think like a millionaire. Isn't that right, Karen? 
Yeah. And you know what? I, I'm not a millionaire yet, but thinking like a millionaire to me starts with just being mindful of how your money's working on just a, like a constant basis, right? So how your $5 is working for you, how your five minutes is working for you, how your electric bill may or may not have to be paid by you. And it's little, it's like how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're mindful of these little bits, that accrues into the mindset of a millionaire. Perfect. Well, I don't want to disclose my financial being, but I would say this. When you practice these certain principles, and when I got to like age 40, I saw all these disciplines starting to pay off. And when you get to the point where you're like, hey, I'm bringing in all this money and I don't have to spend, I'm only spending a small percentage of it to cover myself, is when you start seeing like these practices, these habits, these things that we're trying to think start to pay off and you start building and then also you also start building relationships people trust in you people want to work with you people want to invest in you so these things are foundational things that you need to have a mindset of to really become that wealth mindset person well to recap our nine tips thinking like a millionaire nine money moves you need to make today number one tip number one was use debit cards that offer cash back rewards number two was Give your family millions through life insurance. Number three is cancel your car insurance. Number four is put $5 in the stock market. Number five, stop paying your credit card company. Number, and the, do I need, should I, <laughs> does that require any extra? extra? They heard it before, I know they okay. heard it before. All right. Know it. All right, number, tip number six, budget and use your entire paycheck. Number seven, Add $225 to your wallet just by watching the news. Number eight, add 300 points to your credit score. And tip number nine, get a free month of electricity. All right, everybody. So that brings us to a close of another episode of Two Black Guys with Good Credit. We hope you took notes and, and got something from this. Get your millionaire mentality on. I'm Matt Smith, one half of Two Black Guys with Good Credit, and I'm out. Hi, and I'm Karen Margolis. I am one third of two black guys, not three black guys, but it's two black guys with good credit. You're going to have to do the math on that later. And I'll <laughs> see you guys next week. Carry the one. <laughs> Karen the one, not carry the one. Karen the one. <laughs> and I'm Sean, the better half of two black guys with good credit. Hopefully you got your money millionaire tips on. You took your pen and pad and well, Karen, maybe you took your iPad and magical pen and did what you had to do but people put it to practice and you'll see great results once again keep your money where it belongs in your damn pocket and i'm out planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.